to removing the cake, the place where perfectionists remove our superhero cake and discuss what it's like to wear our various titles, hats, and masks. We can pick them up at the end of the show, but for now, let's all relax. Time to get into the show. Hey, superheroes, welcome to the show. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the safe space for people who attempt to balance it all, sometimes with beauty, other times it's a beast, but we do our best. If you are a loyal superhero, I appreciate you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, Let's dive right into this week's topic. Um, Now, I'll give y'all a warning right now that... Okay, I I don't know how this one might go. Um, just just for a little reference point and background. Well, one, I make this statement first. Uh, your girl's ready today. I I I got time today. Um, also, also, when I come into like our office set up here to get ready to record. And I always have like my notes, always like really prepared. And I got, you know, all my stuff together. Um, I am, if you've been listening to all the episodes, you know, I'm a perfectionist. Real trying to be recovering perfectionist, but I'm also a Virgo. And we're very like detailed down to, you know, each points, but just in part of my um, preparation for the show, I want to make sure I give you guys a great show. I do lots of research. So I have come in with lots of notes, lots of stuff. And I have that today. But um, I just feel in my spirit that as I'm going through today and discussing this topic, that um, we might go a little off script. So y'all love me, right? We family, right? This is our safe space. So if I go a little off script and I go a little hard, it just is what it is. Um, I mean, if you see the title of this episode, you already see like, dang, we we like that today. Yeah, we are. We are. So I'm ready. So you might be like, well, Ty, why, why are we aggressive out the gate, sis? Well, I just feel like there's no better week than the one that has happened this past week that was made for this show. Now, this show was developed on the premise that we remove ourselves from the pressure that comes with our titles, responsibilities, and tasks. Whether we are business owners, leaders, parents, students, athletes, husbands, wives, Men, women, gap, black, straight, no matter what our label is, there's a weight that comes with it. Carrying multiple titles at once or even the pressure of one can be overwhelming, engulfing, and just downright hard at times. I know that we've all found ourselves Especially if you've never had it in your life, you've probably seen it over the last year and a half with COVID, where you kind of feel like, okay, I'm losing my grip on what I thought was life or I thought I had it together. I'm trying to figure things out. And I feel like 
I'm all over the place. I feel like I'm losing control, I'm losing control of my emotions. I can't quite think, can't quite keep things together or the pressures that are around you are just unreasonable. What you're being asked to do, whether it's on your job, by family members or your expectations that friends or, you know, significant others may put on you seem totally out of this world. And if you've ever had a moment where you feel like you just want to say, I'm just human, that's kind of what that feels like. Where you're like, where you are questioning everything that's coming on you. And if you've already started to figure it out, yes, I'm talking about our sister Simone Bowles today. Now, unless you've been under a rock, which is possible, um, you know, no judgment zone. Simone Biles was competing the Tokyo Olympics this week and she withdrew from the competition during the all-around competition, all-around team competition. And Team USA ended uh, with a silver medal um, after completing one of the exercises she kind of on her landing she kind of wobbled and left the floor uh with her coach came back um you know it was just evident that she was not going to continue to compete um and she withdrew from the olympics now when initially came out, of course, there was shock. People were saying, oh, my gosh, like, she's injured and, you know, what what's going on? I hope she's okay. I hope she makes a complete recovery. And then just as more time went on, it was like, um, it's not really a physical injury. She's withdrawing to protect her mental. Now, I believe that physical and mental are not so far off because while I am not a professional athlete, one thing I heard a professional athlete say this past week, actually just on yesterday, Sonya Richards Ross, who I absolutely love. Um, she is an Olympian track and field star. And she said that when you get to the Olympics, it's no longer physical. It's all just mental at that point because you've done the preparation. You've done the workouts. You've done everything you need to in advance. And then when you get to the big stage, the Olympics, it's heavier on the mental than it is on the physical. I'm saying all this for a reason, okay? Because when we go back to Simone Biles, She's the undisputed GOAT. She hasn't lost a major competition since her debut in 2013 when President Barack Obama was still in office. Sis is serious. She came in and totally took over, shut the game down. Now, in preparation for today, I want to make sure I did 
my due diligence and deep diving to go full understanding of everything that I'm going to say. So I looked into how gymnasts are scored. Now they are scored on when it comes to their scoring apparatus, it's a combination of an execution score granted out of a perfect 10 and a difficulty or starting value score. Okay. So before they even take the floor or before they even get on the vault or, you know, the beam, whatever it may be, they already have a difficulty or starting value score that the judges assess because they know what routine or what move they are attempting. So they assess that difficulty score, but then they also give them an execution grade out of 10. So then they get a a completion score uh, from that point. Now, more difficult routines, of course, are assessed higher value, higher starting uh, value scores. In a 2019 competition, Simone's uh, average of her value score was six or above because of how difficult her moves were, whereas her opponents range from a 4.6 to a 5.8, right? So before she even attempts, they're in a 4.6 and 5 to 5.8, all of her exercises are six and above because what she's attempting is already so difficult. What she says she's going to do, what she's, you know, completing is already so difficult. Okay, we got it. All right. So in May of this year, she completed a Yurchenko double pike on the bike. That's what they credit credit her for. Now, on the vault. Did I just say that vault? Mm, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> words. Okay. Words. Now, because when I get, when I get real passionate about something, sometimes my words don't come out right. And then I get upset because that makes me even more. Okay. I'm not about to have this rant right now. I'm going to get back to what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. Back to the subject. <laughs> so, she was the first woman to ever complete that Yurchenko double pike, double pike on the vault. Now, people were really impressed with the move, but the thing is, the Yurchenko double pike really underscored her because what she really completed was three flips in the air, and it only it didn't give her that full credit. Okay, so yes, they challenged, I mean, they credit her for a challenging move in the scorecard, but they did not give her the full credit that was due for her performance. You get what I'm saying? They gave her some credit, but they couldn't give her the credit that was equal to what she was doing. Consistent underscoring. This is not the first time that they've done this. There's so many articles that are out there that as I was digging into this, I found where so many journalists have showed competitions where Simone would complete one move and they would credit her for something else. And it makes you wonder, why were they doing that? Well, the IOC, the um, governing body for the Olympics, (laughs) Ah, they put out a little statement, y'all. 
they said that the reason that they did so was because the moves that she was doing and attempting, not even, no, not even attempting, that she was doing because she did them, okay? The moves that she was doing, they were so difficult that if another gymnast attempted them, they would more than likely seriously injure themselves. So because they want to discourage other people from doing it, what they're going to do is not give Simone the true and correct value assessed for her move. They will credit her for something lower in an attempt to discourage other people from doing it. So... I'm just going to throw out some terms right here for the sake of our conversation so that way we can understand each other. Okay. So let's say Simone does a Yorchenko double pike and they give her a 5.8 as her starting value score. But little Susie, little Susie says, oh, I'm just going to do a... just a basic spin. She's going to do a basic spin. And they give little Susie a starting value score of 5.6. Well, we know that a basic spin and a Yurchenko double pike are worlds apart from each other in difficulty. So why are we not properly assessing what Simone is doing. So if I'm little Susie, I'm saying, "Woo, okay, thank you. I just got to really nail my little basic spin. So that way I can get a good score and hope that there's some level of a flaw in Simone's Yurchenko double pike. So that way I can have a chance at still being in this race. What? What? Since when did we start penalizing athletes for being too good? Since when did we start telling people that, oh, no, you're too good. So we need to pull you back to even the playing field. Since when did we start making it difficult for some people that are just born with certain skills and a certain level of grit and a certain natural advantage that comes in their DNA? Since when? Since always. Since always. Since it's always been okay for other people to cheat lie, steal, and scheme since it's always been okay for other people to create the system that makes them look best and change it when someone else figures out that system and excels in that system and then beats them in the system they created. So now we got to retool it. You know what that makes me think of? Redlining. Redlining. Because how dare we allow people to really purchase property, build wealth, vote, 
try to really change their lives and their next generation's lives. So we'll consistently change the system. How dare we in Tulsa, Oklahoma, allow a community of people to build a space for them and their next generations and have wealth in a community that is self-sufficient and needs nothing. Since when? Since always? Since always. And because it's been since always, so many of us grew up being told you have to be twice as good to get equal the respect. Simone was twice as good. Twice as good. And still wasn't getting the respect. So that takes me back to what I was saying earlier with the mental. When you get to the Olympics, it's about the mental. And I've seen so many people that I've tried so hard. And, you know, I think I deserve a cookie or a Starbucks gift card or something because I have not cussed them out, even though I have wanted to. But so many people who, you know, from their couch, whatever, they were like, oh, well, she's an athlete. What does she mean? Mental. How much would it break you to know that you have spent your life trying to, yes, be twice as good worlds ahead of the next person? So that way, when you get to the ultimate level of competition, there's no room for error, that there's the a gap that is huge enough that you are the standout best Best of all time, greatest of all time. You've spent your entire life preparing for that. And then you get there and they say, yeah, we know that this is the score you're due. But we can't properly score you. Because we don't want other people to feel bad and to try to hurt themselves trying to be like you. Because no one else can really do what you can do. If you would tell me that that wouldn't break you, that that wouldn't affect your mental, I would tell you a damn lie. I would. (laughs) Pause. My husband, some of my friends are probably like, oh my God, because I don't really cuss a lot like that. But y'all, for real, listen, like, how how do you not get it and see what she's going through? Which makes sense now when you think about her Olympic performance. People are saying, oh, Simone's off her game. Like she she's not doing well on the vault and she's not doing well on this. Because if she knows like, man, that starting value score is not right. That's not what that should say. Yes, she's going to be in her head. Yes, she's going to question like, man, I can't believe. And 
I know for me, I actually had some situations this week that I was pissed to the highest level of pissivity. And I am the type person that when I get extremely angry, I will sometimes get teary eyed or occasionally cry. And I hate that I do that because people think, oh my gosh, your feelings are hurt. No, I'm probably about to flip a table or something or it's about to be bad. I'm about to cuss you out. I'm about to just go out. It, it's about to be bad. It's it's about to get rough. And if I'm imagining being in that space or just being in a similar space, not that exact one, a similar space, something that makes sense for my life. I think that's sometimes what we have to do. We try so hard to say, oh, well, if I was in the Olympics, blah, blah, blah. You don't even, you can't even say that because you don't even know what it's like or what it takes to get to the Olympics. How do I know that? You can't even keep a regular workout routine. So, Kayete, this is not for you. But a similar situation. Think about something that makes sense for your life and how that will make you feel. Where would that take you mentally? And of course, a couple of months ago, we had Naomi Osaka who wanted to compete, but she didn't want to do the interviews during the competition because the pressure of talking with the journalists, some of the questions that they can ask in the middle can take her off her game and she needed to focus. So when they told her she couldn't skip the interviews and she'd be fine, she said, cool, I'm out. I'm out. And that's not the first time we've heard something like that from athletes not wanting to participate in interviews during a competition period, whether it's the finals or in the middle of a game, in the middle of a multi-day tournament. Like, yeah, okay, we could talk at the end or we could talk before. Can we not talk like in the middle when I just lost and you're like, what would you have done better? I would have won. Like, what? No shade to my, you know, real journalist people out there because I'm not a real journalist, but no shade to my real journalist people out there. But it's like that pressure. It's a lot. It's a lot. Marshawn Lynch coined the phrase years ago. I'm just here so I won't get fined. He was like, I don't want to talk to y'all. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Because they were trying to ask him certain questions, get a certain moment, trying to attack his mental. He said, mm, I'm just here so I won't get fined. I don't want to talk to y'all. I say all this to say, what I love about Simone Biles and what has happened this past week is that she did not allow the pressure of the world that she felt, because she said she felt like the weight of the world was on her. She did not allow that 
to stay on her and break her. Because there are so many people that were, of course, looking forward to seeing her and, you know, all the people that were ranting. Oh, my gosh, Simone, you let us down. Simone, you did not let us down. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for doing the hard thing. Because I'm sure that was not easy. To take a step back and remove yourself from the thing that you've worked your whole life for. And I'll end it with this. She put out a statement that, you know, thanking everyone for their support. And she said that she didn't realize she had value beyond being a gymnast. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like you didn't have value beyond your title? Strip away what you do for a living. Strip away being a parent, a spouse. Strip away every title that you have. Have you ever felt like you didn't have value? So for Simone to just realize that in the moments that she's seen support since withdrawing, that should let you know the pressure she was under. Now, anybody who feel away, my email box is open. Hello at removingthecape.com. Feel free to hit me up. I got time today, this week, whenever. Whenever you hit me up about this one, I got time. We were moving to Cape, y'all. We know we have responsibilities and we have things that are expected of us, but we will not kill ourselves just so someone else can have something to post about. This week's inspirational segment is dedicated to Simone Biles and everyone who's ever felt the weight of the world on their shoulders and didn't feel value beyond what they do, beyond your title or career. This platform was created for all of us. And I hope that you find this as your safe space. If no one else in your circle, in your family, in your uh, at your job understands you or gets it, you have people that get it here at Removing the Cape. So, you deserve it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show and tune in again next week. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Share with a friend or family member and follow us on social media at Removing the Cake. Check out our website 
at www.removingthecape.com. Whatever superhero cape you have to pick up and wear today, I hope it's a bit lighter and your smile's a little brighter. See you next week.